Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How's everybody doing today? Happy Thursday, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever day of time it is that you're listening. So happy to be back on the mic with you guys. I hope everyone is having a good July and everyone is doing well and keeping dry and staying cool and calm and collected because it is a hot one out here. Let me tell you, if you're not currently in Miami, you're lucky, unless you're probably in like Texas or California, which is also really, really hot, but it has been quite a doozy and full of thunderstorms and lightning and rain, so I hope everyone is staying safe out there and, you know, yeah, halfway through July and I feel like I've had a lot going on the last few weeks and I was telling you guys a little bit about my hiatus last week, but I feel like this week I've just had lot of meetings and I'm booked and busy and it feels good to be back in the grind, back in the groove of things and just re-inspired and re-energized and I hope that you guys are, you know, doing the things that make you passionate and that you're passionate about and you're thriving and you're feeling good and you're, you're, you're accomplishing the goals that you set out to accomplish this summer and in your career and your personal lives because that's, that's where I'm at in life. And, you know, I think I've been joking about this with my friends, but I say every time I say I have a realization, it should be a drinking game because I've just been realizing a lot of things in the last few years and I'm just, I'm healing. That's the healing journey. And, you know, I've come a really, really long way and I feel like for the first time in my life, I, I caught myself like every time someone would ask me how I'm doing, I'd be like, I'm good. I'm grinding. How about you? Like, I don't want my only, like the only thing I talk about and that I do all week is work. I want to have some cool, exciting things to talk about outside of my job or, you know, growing my businesses or something. Like I want to be able to talk about friendships and relationships and events that I'm going to that are for fun or plans that I'm doing, um, trips, like things like that. I just want to have more to me than just work and I think for such a long time I was only identifying myself with my career or where I was at in that career journey and for the first time in 22 years I'm not in school anymore and you know I've been a lawyer now for a year almost and I'm just recognizing like I want to be more than just a lawyer I want to be more than just a business owner and I've always wanted those things but I kind of realized that I was I was putting myself in that box myself because that was my goal for so long and I set out to be that and then I was like clinging on to it and I'm learning to let go that, you know, I can still be those things and date and have fun and meet people and have a good time with my friends and not, you know, only identify myself by my career. So that has been a big shift lately. And I've been talking about it a lot with my friends and I just recognize that I am open now to meeting people and potentially pursuing a relationship and letting myself fall in love and letting myself, you know, be spontaneous and do things on a whim and it doesn't have to be so calculated and strategic and, you know, in the Google calendar, it it could just pop up and I'm saying yes to a lot more things that come my way and that has been really really good for me it's kind of transcended not just influencer life or work life just personal life but just i'm I'm a lot more open to things that i have been before and i think that's it's been a really 
really good shift for me. It's been really healthy and I think I'm excited to see where it continues to take me because I I want to be open to things and I that's not something I could have said a few weeks ago, a month ago, a year ago. So I'm, I'm really proud of myself for that. So I want you guys, if you're listening right now, to give yourself a hug or a pat on the back and say one thing that you're proud of yourself for today and this week and give yourself a hug and shout out to you because it's really, really hard to recognize those small things that are actually the really, really big things that we just, we forget to talk about and to celebrate because they don't seem like they're that big of a deal, but really they are a huge deal. And with that, let's do a quick suck and sweet of the week, and then we'll dive right into this week's episode, which is a really fun one. So my suck of the week, I have a lot of bruises on my leg, and I think it's because I am low on iron again, and I need to be a lot better about taking my iron pills during my time of the month. Um, But I just, every time I hit myself with the corner of the bed or the tub or a door, I will have a bruise on my legs afterwards and I really need to just figure that situation out. Um, But honestly, I've had a really good week, so I can't complain. And my sweet of the week is today I got to go to Barbie's dream office and work out of there for the day and shoot some content. And that was so fun. I am not really a Barbie girl. I was actually a Bratz girl as a kid, Um, but I had a Barbie Jeep when I was four need to find that picture and share it it's really cute actually and i love my barbie jeep and i think i was always a jeep girl because of it although i don't have a jeep now but i wanted that to be my first car but it was just really cool i've always admired barbie i i think it's really incredible that she was the original girl who can do it all she taught us as kids that we can do anything we set our mind to she had over 200 jobs on her resume and she she knew what she wanted and she wasn't afraid to go for it and i for that i really do admire barbie i just i'm not a fan of pink so i think that's why i didn't like barbie but otherwise i love barbie so it was really cool to be invited and i really enjoyed the pr agency and the people that invited me we had a lot of fun and got to shoot some content with professional photographers and i got to be on the news if you're in miami and you are a spanish speaker watch me on telemundo and I did a little interview with them about what it means to be working at Barbie's dream office. And I think it was really fun to get all dressed up with my friends and meet new people and, you know, do something different. And I just, I don't know, I think, you know, Barbie is someone that we could all aspire to. And I, you know, I've talked about my love for Elle Woods, also someone who wears a lot of pink, but I think you know, they, they broke glass ceilings, they shattered them, and that is such an inspiration to me and to anyone out there who has a dream and has a passion and they want to pursue it, so it was really fun to experience that today, and if you are in the Miami area and you want to work out of Barbie's office, you can do so for free until August 31st, so I will link the info below so you can go check that out. Let me introduce you to this week's guest, Brianna Apple, and if you are on TikTok, chances are you have seen her. She is such a fun time. We had so much fun talking about how she comes up with the starter packs and content that she comes up with and sleepaway camp and 
all of these different things. Her content is truly so unique and creative and fun, and she's just such a joy to follow. And her polls on Instagram, and honestly, one of my favorite episodes I've had in a while because it was just so fun. Like, there's nothing more that I love than just getting a cup of tea or a drink with a friend and just laughing my butt off and talking about everything under the sun. And we do that in this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy. And she also was once banned on TikTok. And we talk about the whole ordeal of how she recovered her TikTok. So maybe some tips if anyone is in that situation. And for anyone who wants to start creating content and looking for ideas, you know, she talks about her inspiration and where she gets it from and how she has built this into a business and her thoughts on keeping things private and public. And there's just such great info in here and I feel like this is a must listen to anyone who just needs a good pick me up this week so I hope you guys enjoy thank you so much for listening if you liked it please leave a rating and review please subscribe to the show share with a friend tag us as you're listening and let me know who you want to see next and what topics you want me to cover next and I hope you guys have a good one I will talk to you guys soon see you next week meet Brianna so Brianna, what's something that people wouldn't know about you just from following you? They wouldn't know that I have three older siblings um, and they're much older. My oldest sister is 33 um, and then my brother is 31 and then my other sister is 28. So I don't talk about them. We're really different. We Like none of us are similar to any one of us, if that makes sense. So yeah, that's a little underrated part of me. That's so funny that like you guys are all completely different. And, like, the age difference is so big between you and your, like, your immediate oldest sibling. They're pretty yeah. close together, but then you guys are really far apart. Yeah, yeah. They're all two years apart from each other, and then I'm six years younger, nine years younger, 11 years younger. So I was, like, basically an only child when I grew up, and, yeah. Uh, Which explains a lot when you get to know your content, but... Yeah, 100%. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> is, like, my they're my siblings. My followers are my siblings. It's funny. My brother's only three and a half years younger than me, but... But like growing up, that's such a big age difference because we were never in the same place in our lives at any given time. Like I was in middle school, he was in elementary, high school, middle school, college and high school. So like just now we're able to start kind of sharing, like like, relating to each other. But before, like, so I basically kind of grew up like an only child. Yeah. Um, Like I had a little brother in my house at all times, but I, for all intents and purposes, act like an only child. So (laughs) I, I can relate, but. (laughs) <laughs> I I think it's so cool how you and your TikTok audience, like you said, like they're like your siblings, they're your your friends, they're your people. You're just so open and like yourself with them. Like we really don't know a whole lot about you personally, but like you share so much about yourself as well, which yeah. is a unique. Like, how did you start creating on social media on TikTok? Like, what made you start a TikTok? And like, what did you start? Like, what was the first thing to like start posting about? So I always, when I was really little, I always wanted like a YouTube channel and I always wanted to be a YouTuber, but then I never did it. Cause like I was scared of getting judged or whatever. And then I remember Vine was a thing and I loved Vine. And then I remember following a few people and then like they grew into something after Vine ended. And then I remember when TikTok came out, I remember telling myself being like, this is the new Vine, like jump on this right now and like take advantage of like whatever you want to do. So I started doing that and contacts. I have a private Snapchat story and my Snapchat story, I would like spam and like vlog on it. It would be so long. My friends would hate me for it. They were, I was like, just remove yourself that. I don't know what to tell you. Um, 
So I essentially just went to TikTok and was posting and spamming it instead of my private Snapchat story and treating it like a private Snapchat story. And then that escalated and then I just started doing trends and then slowly like my trends started going viral and then things I did started going viral. Um, it was never on purpose though. I kind of just did excite fun and I love speaking to a camera and I'm not shy and I don't get embarrassed. So I feel like it's kind of the perfect match for me. Um, but yeah, there's no, like, nothing was really intentional at all with any of this. Yeah. I like that, that it was just like you just being yourself and not being shy and sharing whatever was on your mind. I think, I think that that makes, that's what makes it so fun to watch. Like watching you is just such a fun, like, you, you know, you're going to laugh. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to be a good time. Like I literally, whenever I'm like in a funk, I'm like, whatever, what's Brianna up to on TikTok? And like, it's usually like some sweet sleep awake camp now. Video, yeah. And I'm just, and I just crack up because I have no like I know of sleepaway camps I know people who did them when I was in middle school and like I always wanted to do them I was like mom I want to go and they're like one you're not Jewish too we can't afford that but like awesome so like I knew of them but like I've never experienced that and like now one of my best friends did go to one and like hearing you talk about I'm like damn like I want to do that like can I go back like so me laugh reminisce like it's a good it feels it's a feel good and like I love that you don't take yourself seriously on there. I think so many people now, like, it's like TikTok is my job. I have to post this. And like, I have, like, I have to do this. And like, I mean, it is your job. You do make money off of it, but like, you're, you still just have so much fun with it. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. I definitely also like, I use kind of TikTok. I guess it really started too, as like an outlet. There were a lot of like serious stuff, things happening in my life. And so TikTok was like the one place where things weren't serious, which is also why I'm like, that's where all my humor goes like I really it's just like a one place that's not serious um yeah yeah Yeah. no I I love that I yeah my my TikTok is has kind of become my like where I joke and I have more fun than my Instagram like I I, I'm trying to make it more like I do post like lawyer and like business stuff on there but in reality like my TikTok is just like a dumpster fire of whatever the hell is going on in my life like my TikTok attacks me on a daily basis with whatever trending audio is like on repeat on my for you page and I'm just like can we stop stop sending me signs like the universe needs to stop sending me signs no it's creepy too much too much I swear to god the universe is trying to tell me something and like I don't want them I do not want to receive the message like I know what it is like it no like yeah, I don't hear it. Not, no. no, we're not interested. So stop, yeah. which is really funny. But when was this like pandemic time? Like when did you really like jump on the TikTok bandwagon? TikTok started like right before the pandemic hit for me, which was my sophomore year of college. Yeah, I think it started sophomore. Yeah, it was sophomore year. And so I like would post on TikTok as a joke, but I like had no idea what it was. Like I think I was treating it like musically at the time. Um, and then obviously quarantine happened, all of that, and then all of the COVID trends were like going viral. So then that's when I started posting on it. And then my first video that went viral was after it was October, the October after COVID hit. I posted some like trending video, whatever, of me like combing my eyebrows. And that was my first video to get over a million views. And it like freaked me out. And then since then, people like were starting to follow me from that. And then that was like the first thing to grow my profile. Yeah. That's wild. I've never gone viral. I cannot imagine what that would be like. Just like all of a sudden, like this influx of people. Is has it ever been like hard, like the pressure of like, okay, now I have to like do something to be funny or like post something? Like what? Can you talk about that? Like what it, what, what it's like when you go viral, like what happens now? 
So the first time that I went viral, that was when I turned off my TikTok notifications. I still like, I don't have them on. So I have no idea if I get anything because not to sound annoying, but like it is constant. Every time I would open my app, I would have 99 plus like on the bottom and I like couldn't even see all of it. So it is a little, there's like different stuff sides of it obviously it's great to go viral and then opportunities come with it but when I go viral I really try to then post other content that um like wouldn't really get views otherwise like my Amazon storefront for example because I know a lot of people will be coming to my page to see that viral video so then I'll post one that that I know won't be viral if that makes sense what was the question <laughs> no like just like did you feel pressure like once you went viral to like oh uh, and to, yeah like, do something with it like yes and no I think I remind myself a lot that it's all in my head. Like I'm a perfectionist and I put all the pressure on myself and what you guys see or what other people are watching from my videos, it'll always be fine. Like I would never put something out there that isn't good. So it's just, I know the extra pressure is just on me. There is definitely a little pressure though recently, like with the camp videos that I've been doing, a lot of people like younger teenagers and like kids have been commenting skits for me to do and things to do but because I'm so much of a perfectionist it's taken me a while to like make those or write down the scripts or what I want to do for it so I've definitely not been delivering those as quick as I want to um and that's pressure because every day I wake up and I'm like shoot I need to post a camp video today but then if I don't do it I might feel a little guilty but it's just really reminding myself like I'm there for their entertainment but this is my life and like my life comes first so yeah balancing that I think that's a really important note of like that. Yeah. Like you're doing this for people's entertainment. That's why, you know, you did it because it was fun and it was enjoyment and it, you know, but yeah, your life comes first and you're still a person you need to have a life offline and off screen and, you know, still do things for you and spend time with your family and your friends and, and by yourself. So I think that's really important that you mentioned that. Yeah. Where did, so you had a couple of different, like right now your sleepaway camp and the 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 profiles like going um rating or not what what do you call it it's not rating someone's profile yeah they're like hinge, like reviews to roasts roasting someone's profile I've like, had like I've that come up I've had like different people know me for different things on TikTok some people follow me because they know me as the camp girl some people follow me because they know me as the hinge girl like there are random different things and I'll like go viral for one thing and then that'll be my like shtick for a sec and then I'll move on and now it's like I don't know. How did it start? It originally started, I think, like a year ago. I was having these conversations on dating apps that were so painful and so stupid. I, I hate apps like, so much. It just is like, what is this? Like, are you kidding? And they were laughable. Like, they were just so bad that it was painful. So I started posting them. And then I got to the point where I started, like, just messing with the people that I was talking to. And, like, I would just talk total gibberish. Like, it just wouldn't make any sense. And so I started posting those conversations online. And those went viral, like, really viral. And people loved it. So then I just kept doing that. So then I was like in my hinge era. And then I kind of stopped on that for a bit because it it was kind of me. Like I'm a very public person. I'm an open book. But when it comes to like my personal stuff, I like to keep it a bit quieter. Um, and so guys would like match with me on hinge and they'd be like, I recognize you from TikTok, but like I'm scared to match because like you're going to leak it. And so people didn't really trust me as much. And Or guys, if they met me, they would just immediately think like I'm talking to them for to post or whatever. And so I didn't like that at all. Um, so I leaned away from that for a bit. Yeah. Now I'm starting. I started like roasting people's hinge profiles, but I'll like those are funny. Before. Yeah, they're those, those are, are hilarious. No, but the app thing, like I, oh, I hate dating apps. I, I recognize in the last few months, the relationships, the relationships that have gone done the best for me, or like you know, have actually been interesting, are people that I met in real life. Yeah, like in the wild. I do not want to meet you on an app because 
folks. Yeah. Like I, and I don't, and I've started also re, like being a lot more private on social media. Like I'll talk about like on TikTok, like you can tell that I'm dating by like the content that I make, but I will not give details about anything like yeah. about any person that I'm dating. And like, I, I joke all the time with my friends, like I, you will not like my personal friends will know my, who my husband is like social media will not know who I'm marrying until my wedding day. Like yeah. it's not happening. Like I just do not want people to know, like I'm starting to keep my life more private and it's just, and it's so much more refreshing and fun when it's like for me, but I, yeah, I go on apps and like, I don't want to tell them that I'm a content creator or that I'm an editor, or even that I'm a lawyer. That's a whole nother side note. But like, then they're like, oh, like, am I going to be all over your content? Like, are we going to get like comp dinners? And I'm like, gross. Like, wait, why, why would you want to tell them you're a lawyer? I feel like that's a great, I would be like flexing that. I would be like, I'm so, a lawyer. <laughs> so I, it's sometimes like, depending on what they do, or if they're also a lawyer, then I kind of like, it depends because I'm a lawyer, but I do social media and like, I'm more of a like, influencer law lawyer like you know and that's still very new like people are like what is that like that's not like legit so they look at you kind of like it's a joke yeah so I'm like if if I tell if you're also like into the creative world or like you're more familiar with it then I don't mind but like depending on like what type of industry they're in or like how I feel the conversation going when it comes up like what I do I I'll tell them like I work at a firm doing like personal injury law so like I'll if sometimes I'll tell them that I just do that part of it and yeah. I try not to let them follow me for a while yeah, so they don't see like the other side of things unless it's going really well and then I'm like okay fine but yeah I also don't let them follow me on social media like right away like get off the, I try to get off the apps as quick as possible FaceTime and texting and calling but like I don't want them following me yet because the minute I have they find out I have a podcast they're like oh I want to listen to your podcast what's it about and I'm like it's not for you sir like not yeah. interested but like I you actually what it's about you and all yeah I talk about dating you so yeah. do you want to listen to that no I feel you on the app but the roasts are so funny I the one it was one you did it might have been a month or two ago but the guy with the orange shorts like three yeah with the glasses yes <laughs> he didn't have eyes and then his like grandfather was holding his like thigh I was, and like, I was like what is this <laughs> I showed my mom my mom was like I'm uncomfortable I'm like yeah what is happening that's so, so, so when I started doing those did TikTok TikTok used to be 10 minutes or it used to be three minutes and then it changed to 10 minutes and now are you able to do 10 minutes because I can't no it went away it was only for a few days oh mine lasted for like a month or something I think it was but like it, a week max that I had that option oh really it helped so much because I was able to take 10 minute videos and then edit it in the app down to however short I wanted it so today, for example, like I did a roast video on Hinge, but I only, it was my first time recording it where I only had three minutes. So it was so hard to do because I have a lot to say and I couldn't get it all in three minutes. So now like, that's my thing when I need to like figure out how to figure out, but yeah. That's so I funny. And they're so fun. Yeah. I love them. I, I, I like want to like, do, would you ever do a girls or only guys? Like not, not to do my thing. Like, so- oh my God. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just curious. Like, cause I know Alana, like our friend Alana does like dating app like revamps I'm just like curious like you guys could totally do like make that an, another business I'm just like roasting Wait, you you roast the, the girl that she does what what's the revamp thing that she does she like helps like if if you can book her to revamp your social your dating profiles oh, so I'm like that. yeah so I was like it would be really funny if you like 
a girl roasted you like you roasted a girl's profile and then you're like well my friend Alana like just like <laughs> like referral yeah stuff. wait so interesting 100% like I was like you should do that but um no I'm like I wonder if like I, I want to see you do a girl's just to see like what you would say of a girl's profile I actually want to see a guy roast a girl's profile like what do they think when they go through a girl's profile like I, I want I, that too I'm but gonna ask my brother to do that when he moves home I'm just gonna like have him like try to take me out of it and like roast me like I'm just curious to see what I'm like scared I feel like they would say something and it just wouldn't end well like I I feel like I don't want to know what they want to see you know they're gonna be either but I also like like I don't see your boobs and it's like dude like you know but I I don't even think I have a bikini pic on my then no I don't I'm like not doing oh wait that's such why I just edited it and I do I don't think I have a bikini pic on there. I think, oh, I do, but like you can't, you can tell I'm in a bathing suit, but I have like a shirt over it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, like, you can't see anything, but like you can tell it's like the closest to like me. Yeah, thing. yeah. It's like a little like sneak peek. Yeah. But no, that's funny. How did the sleepaway camp ones come about? Those are cool too. I like those. I did um, recruitment ones a while ago, like imitating recruitment chairs and sororities and all that. And then I either someone commented or then I just started doing a camp one because they're basically the same, getting yelled at by a camp counselor and like going through recruitment. It's the same, yeah. but different. Do not, do not miss recruitment days, oh man. Yeah, no, no. What what sorority were you in? A5. Okay, I was a capital A A5 was our neighbor though. Okay, got it. Where'd you go? UCF in Orlando. Where'd you go? Delaware. Oh, nice. I've never actually never been to the state of Delaware, but I saw that you were at Michigan visiting your friend. Yeah, I've been like on a college tour journey and it's weird because I graduated. I literally went to Wash U, BU, Michigan, all within the span of like one month. Um, But yeah, I guess I'm trying to like get all the college like out of my system before I can't do it anymore. Yeah. No, I did the same thing. I graduated in December. So then in March or April, I went back and visited and like went out with my college friends. I was like, I'm not like I graduated a semester early. And then I was like, I'm not getting a minor just to stay like, there's no point. But then I was like, I'm missing out on like my last six or four months of like, being a kid. Um, but then I went to law school and like, I got to have a little bit more of the college experience while I was in law school. So it wasn't too bad. But now I'm like, I look at college kids. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so old. Like these kids, like, no, or like middle school kids. I get like all my four you page get ready with me to like go to a bat mitzvah. And these like 12 year olds are putting like Charlotte Tilbury and they're like, and then I take my drunk elephant. And I'm like, I literally like, I didn't know what that, I mean, it didn't exist, but like, I didn't have nice no if you like saw what I looked like in seventh grade I no no it was tragic no like the blue eyeshadow and like the blue eyes and the eye oh my god we the Claire's you know what I'm talking about and the zipper and it had like the blue eye yeah or like the um just like the bangs and like you would put like the bow like clip mm-hmm. your bangs with the bows and like, or like the or like the big one and then you have like a big bow in the back yeah oh I so. used to I wanted the the big bows I had so many of those and like the ponytail like the loose pony with the bow yeah. oh, oh my god I love oh. I had like a uniform in my school growing up like all the schools I've been to had dress codes and I would love like 
with my little skirt like the bow it was like, I know I a- didn't have uniforms so I I did in elementary school and then middle school we didn't have uniforms so we could wear whatever so I remember all the girls would have like Abercrombie and Hollister my mom was like that's too expensive like you're not wearing that to school yeah so I was like really upset all the time that like I couldn't wear what the girls were wearing at school, <laughs> and I was so sad finally like senior or not senior year like eighth grade my mom finally let me have a couple um but then I would just wear the same outfit basically like <laughs> um and then and yeah like the bows I remember that was a big thing and then high school we had to wear a polo but we could wear whatever bottoms and we couldn't wear leggings or flip-flops but we could wear like anything else okay um so I mean I still wore leggings I wore yoga pants like trying to like be slick I was like I'm not wearing jeans to school so yeah. wore, like the the Victoria's Secret yoga pants like the bell-bottom ones with the oh yeah with like love pink on the back when you yeah. like that's it. what I would wear to school um I, yeah. I wish I had like the Catholic schoolgirl uniform though like or like gossip girl like era like uniforms yeah. I wanted that so bad it honestly was nice because it's you, you don't, have to think don't about really it. Have to, yeah and like so I either had like my uniform clothes and then the other clothes I had were just like chill like I wouldn't need clothes for school and then I went to my one school that I went to for one year I went to public school and I didn't have a dress code and I was like what what do I wear like I had it was like stressful like getting dressed for school when you don't have you I don't know it's just it makes it easy yeah no middle school I mean everyone pretty much in middle school without a dress code it was like jeans and a Hollister shirt yeah or like skirt and a Hollister shirt or something high school was harder because we could still kind of wear whatever we wanted like the polos had to be the same four colors but it could be any style polo so like some people had like tighter long-sleeved ones other people had like baggy ones like it just depended like you know there was different clicks like wore different styles you know like they got them like some girls would get like Hollister polos or like whatever like trendy brand polos and like put the patch on it others would get like the the uniform place polos with the patch already sewn into it so it's like this whole thing and like you could tell like who was like dressing up and yeah no it's interesting there's definitely still like squads within uniforms and dress code like oh, how yeah. you wear it says a lot yeah yeah what so where where did you grow up are you from New York City I know you live there now I'm from Westchester so right, right outside the city yeah and I've lived there my whole life yeah I was just curious like what was it like like with the uniform culture like how much could you accessorize with it like compared to like the shows that we see about uniform like private school kids like you know like the click growing up you know was yeah. the first reason that's actually based in Westchester and then like Gossip Girl or Elite in Spain like they go like all crazy with their design yeah I'm like was it really like that or like was it strict I mean so my middle school had one dress code and then I went to boarding school for high school and that was a dress code that was different middle school was more like a uniform dress code we had to wear like the pleated skirts and they either were navy or khaki but everyone wore navy khaki was like not cool so that's like an example of like if you were yeah, khaki, no, khaki is not cool you don't know what's up yeah no and then you can wear, you have to wear a polo shirt um everyone wore like the Abercrombie or Hollister ones some people wore like ones that buttoned down all the way down but that's like no like so those I mean yes you can wear it but like no one did um so there's the ways to accessorize it is just really like what shoes you wear, jewelry, how you do your hair. Um, the length of the skirt was a huge thing. And I know I, that from the Catholic schools here. Yeah, the length of the I skirt. was looking at pictures for me in middle school the other day. Like, like I, it looks like I'm, I, I'm not even like a little like bib is tied around my waist. Like it's not even a skirt. We would 
wear them so short and we wear spandex underneath and like when you walk up the stairs you see everyone's spandex like it just looks like you're wearing spandex and we would wear like neon pink spandex like under these skirts um yeah it was yeah but I like loved it (laughs) no I like secretly wish I had that like I wanted that so bad it was so fun yeah yeah it's funny and then like I remember my brother went to an all-boys school and so like the girls would come after school to watch like all the different sports practices or whatever and you would see them all like roll up their skirts even more <laughs> but, like the way that they would wear like the boys sweatshirt over their shoulders and it's just like uh-huh. I, I wanted yeah. that I wanted I that so bad it was like and then there was two rival all-boys schools and growing up like in high school it was like a big thing of like which like you know That's- what school were you dating a guy from like which you were carrying and like that was like a big thing and I was like I wore my brothers but no one knew it was my brothers I just made it like that's so funny that's like when I wore like no one knows like yeah yeah, I have a boyfriend sure I'm a dad that's so funny um I would make him get like a bigger one that he would have to grow into so um no but I I love that your content is just so fun and it's like you know, yeah, like, there is so much serious stuff going on in our lives always in the world, like, I just want to go on TikTok and, like, shoot this shit, like, me and my friends all day long, we're just sending each other funny ass videos, like, and memes all day, and just, like, random stuff, like, and it's just, it's a relief from, like, our lawyer day jobs where we're, like, using our brains, like, I don't want to use my brain on TikTok, I don't want to be educated, I don't want to learn something, I want to have a good time, yeah, so I love that you do that. Yeah, and I always like when I was younger, like I'm I've always been like weird how I am now. Like I'm just like what I'm a normal person, but I'm weird. Um and I always like wish there was someone there, like in the public eye that was similar to me. Everyone was always so normal. So I kind of just feel like if I can be like that person to like others, then great. Cause it's like nothing I say or post is like that crazy. It's just crazy because I'm the only one who will say it or post about it. Um, and that, yeah, it could be a crazy thing, 100%. Don't get me wrong. But my mom says, like, never put anything online that you don't want on the cover of the New York Times. So anything on my TikTok, like, I don't care if that's on the cover of the New York Times. I will stand by it. Like, I just posted a video a week ago or something about me, like, picking my nose and peeing in the shower. Accidentally, it got over a million views. And I'm like, only, like, would that happen to me? Does a video go that viral? We're talking about literally peeing in the shower and picking your nose. But it's like... I don't care because it's like it's so taboo usually and it's like why is that taboo like people we just need to stop caring so much and it's like if you just take life less seriously that's just better I don't know no like seriously like we're all talking about it we all do it why not just talk about what we're already doing like it's not that big a deal I remember I think I commented on the one of like you like you posted about like not being no one told you you couldn't pick your nose after getting a nose job and I was like dude I remember that feeling so bad now it's been so long that like I can pick it like normal but I remember at the very beginning it was such a pain in the ass to pick your nose um now I pick it like funny like I still like I now I can go back to picking it like a normal person but like sometimes I'll still pick it the way that I used to because it just yeah you like retrain yourself how to do it so that's funny but no I, I like that that you know and that's a good like life lesson in general just like don't put something on the internet that you wouldn't want on the New York Times like it used to be like that you don't want your employers to see but like that doesn't really apply anymore most people work for themselves now or like want to work yeah. for themselves but yeah like if you you don't want to blast on the internet don't post it which is why I do keep my personal life 
a lot more private than I used to. And I like that you do that too. But once, when did it kind of occur to you that like, okay, like I can make this a business. I can do something with this. Like that you started creating content a lot more. Last, yeah, last spring was when Carly was when she was working for Logs Club and she reached out to me to make videos for Logs Club. And that was the first like real business or actually before that, my junior year in college, like a random dating app reached out. And so I made videos for them and like, I would get paid per video and that was exciting. And then I didn't hear anything, but then close to them, Carly, but Carly reached out for me to make videos for Logs Club. So then I was working really closely with her last spring. Um, and then that just kind of like escalated. And since then I was just posting more and then people started emailing me and then it just started growing more and more. Um, yeah, but around like Thanksgiving this past year, whatever last year um like Christmas time was when I started getting a lot of emails from companies and they slowly just get better and better I have like a wall in my room where I keep like all the letters from like PR packages and you like I have all my letters too really yeah I I have a box wait that's so cute okay that makes me feel better because I thought I was like being a hoarder but you can like see the progress of like they start with like random weird brands and then they like slowly get better and better and so yeah I don't know it's weird it's an exciting no, that's so, that's so cool. I like that you, yeah, I I, I mean, I never, I, I thought most people would keep them, like, at least the brands that they're like, oh my god, this is so cool that they're reaching out to me, like, I've kept almost all of them, um, just, especially the ones that, like, they, you can tell they took the time to, like, write a note to me instead of a generic, like, I, I love that. I yeah. love the personal notes, because it's the same way that they want creators to be personal, we reach out to them, yes. I think, like, we want the same thing from them. I'll get emails from brands, and they'll just be like, hi we see and it's so obvious like that's an email that they've sent to a hundred other people and it's like I don't want to work with you you clearly like didn't watch my channel and someone just gave you my email you know what I mean and so it's very just like yeah yeah. no and I I like too that it it seems that I mean I haven't followed you I think I started following you end of last year but it doesn't seem like your content has really like changed just because you started working with brands like you're still exactly who you are because I've noticed that people who you know start off more on like the funny like joking side of things like as they start growing and brands start taking notice they like start becoming more of like your pedal pushing like sponsorship and like tiktoks and instagrams and like i like that you just you're still creating the content that you enjoy that is fun for you like you're still you and i i I love that that it's just you kept it true to you but i think i know it happened a couple times based off of what alana has talked about on the pot on on seeing other people but your tiktok got suspended or deleted or hacked or what happened with that and how did you <laughs> handle it <laughs> so embarrassed because like it is kind of my fault um yeah. <laughs> so essentially i go on like tiktok live a lot and i was online one day or whatever and tiktok always just like hates me i don't know they're like weird with things that people post and so they always would like pause my live or whatever what's it called like what's the word they would like not let me on live they would what's what's the word <laughs> you, you know the word oh, my okay whatever they would just like say like you can't go live for like x amount of day ban it no not ban yeah maybe or suspend my live uh, something like that whatever they would like take away my rights to go live so they did this once and i was like so annoyed i make a video i made a video and i was like oh my god like they comment and like my fans i don't really like to call them my fans my followers but they're like there's certain people that like they comment on every video and I recognize them so I like know who they are at this point and they're like loyal to me like they are my friends 
And so a lot of people were commenting on this video, like, oh, reach out to this person on Instagram. Like my account got ha my account got suspended or my live got suspended and like they fixed it for me, whatever, whatever. So I'm like trusting these people because I, I guess I'm an idiot. Um, and I messaged this person on Instagram. I'm like, hi, I like was told to reach out to you, like help, whatever. And they're like, okay, great. Like this will cost x amount of dollars and i'm like okay thank you so much but no thank you like enjoy your day i'm not paying for this and then they were like okay we'll give it to you free of charge under one circumstance and i'm like what's up and then they were like if you promote our services and i was like if you can give me my tiktok back the same way that i handed it to you i would be more than glad to promote any service you give me if it's good so then they're like okay great so then they're like it'll take seven to ten minutes they had me go on my settings in TikTok and send a screenshot. The screenshot did not have any information. It has had like email and then it had like star, 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 star at gmail.com. Like it didn't say my email and it had like phone number, star, 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 six. You know what I mean? Like there was no, there was like one point of information in each thing. I sent him a screenshot of that. A couple seconds later, I get like a, a thing, like a verification. They're like, you just have to like accept this for me to like fix whatever. So I do that and then like, a couple more minutes. Seven minutes pass and I go on my TikTok and I can't log in. And I'm like, give me a minute and then 10 minutes pass because he's like, it'll be done in seven to 10 minutes. I can't log in. And then I click forgot password. And then I don't know, I message him or whatever. And I'm like, yo, like, why can't I log in? And he's like, one moment, like you have to like put in your, and it says there's no associated with this username. So then I start shitting my pants a little. And then I put in my phone number. And then it says there's no phone number associated with this account. And now I'm fully like, I'm shitting myself and I go and I'm talking to this guy. And I remember I had a really busy day. This was like when I first started working for Carly, I'm pretty sure. Not first started, but it was like a, it was like in the like center of it. And we had like a really busy day that day. And I, I spent the entire day. I didn't do one thing for Carly. I was messaging this guy all day. It was the biggest scam. He like, I don't even know how, but he got into my account from that one screenshot and completely like changed everything. It was a nightmare and a half. Um, and there was no way to get in touch with TikTok. I emailed every person I submitted like forms over a hundred times. There's TikTok like is a black hole. You don't know who works there. You don't know positions. You like can't contact them. And they're like feedback form, whatever that like, literally just you're writing to the air and it goes into air and no one ever reads it. Like it's not anything. And so it was like impossible. And finally, some a bunch of people were like, oh, like, I'll put you in contact. Like, I know someone who works there, whatever, whatever. And everyone was saying this. And everyone was putting me in contact with people at TikTok. And every single person I spoke to was like, I have no idea. Like, I can't help you. There's nothing we can do. And there's nothing like, and my account was still up and running. So it's not that they took it down. Like, it's still there. And so in my head, I'm like, they either gonna like delete my stuff or change it, or they can sell it because like of the follower, I don't know, whatever. Long story short, some random guy who followed me who I didn't know was like my friend, the same thing everyone else was saying. I'm like, okay, like ask him, didn't have my hopes or anything. Long story short, this guy, his friend who was like a friend of his from high school, but like they weren't even that close, reached out to him. This guy got me my TikTok back like a month and a half later. I was at Joe and the Juice when I got it back. I Joe and the Juice, everyone there, I think literally thought I was ha like having a seizure. I start screaming. I was with my friend. I'm literally like screaming. I was like, my life is over because that also like, the second I, it got hacked was like the second things really started to pick up. Like yeah. every day I posted, it would reach over like 10K views. Like every video I did was doing so well. I was growing like almost 5,000 followers a day. Like I was really going crazy and it was blowing up. Like, and so it was just like the timing was could not have been worse. Um, yeah. Let me know what, what specific questions you have. No, I just, no, I, I've heard you tell this story before, but I, I just find it 
crazy that the guy was like even responding to you like knowing that he was hacking like not, not even responding I wouldn't answer for one minute and he like called me like FaceTime like Instagram DM FaceTime me, called me like a million different not- yeah it was like creepy. But, no shout out to that guy who his high school friend who's not even that close to you it just goes to show too like network and like who you know like you never really know but literally that yeah I just I don't know I think like yeah going on lives like I I just hit like a thousand followers on TikTok like last month so now I'm able to go live and like oh my TikTok is tiny I get like 230 views on the regular like and I don't care I do it for fun like and I just yeah it. um what it doesn't bother me but I finally was able to go live and then it's like all random ass guys I'm like oh like you're a lawyer can I ask you a legal question and I'm like no yeah, they are random people yeah. and I'm like and and it's like they're like inappropriate and I'm like I don't like this like I know that yeah. going live helps you grow and gets helps you get reach but like why you gotta be so weird I know I just kind of ignore the those comments but they're yeah you do get weirdos and creeps for sure yeah. how has that been like has it been hard for you handling like the creeps and the weirdos since you do go like regularly go viral or you have a big reach like do you like uh, the comments um, and stuff there are like three accounts that follow me I'm gonna be vague um, just cause they follow me, but there are some accounts that I, they are definitely not your average followers. Um, and they would probably creep people out, but I don't really care about that. Like, I know that I'm safe and I know that I'm not like, I don't post where in the city I live or like some influencers, not that I'm an influencer, but some people will say like, Oh, we're going here tonight. Or like, I live here. Like these streets are bad. Like I literally love my nail place and I will not post a video about the nail place because it's in where I live and I don't want people to know. So like, I'm, I'm very smart with it. Um, but I definitely do get some creepy comments and, or DMs and both, um, from like fathers, like it's weird, but yeah. Yeah. No, that's smart. It's smart that you're vigilant about that. That's something that I've talked about a lot with like just people in general, like, you know, one, I, I I try to be better about not posting in real time if I am going to places, but yeah, also just like being out. Like I, I often I often have to Uber myself home alone because I don't live near everybody else. So I'm really good about, you know, checking the license plate in the Uber or I'll talk to the Uber. Like as much as I don't want to talk to them, I will talk to them the entire time. So I know that they are like, you know, yeah. with yeah. And totally. I, if I can sit in the front, I try to sit in the front. So in the event that I need to grab the steering wheel, like I can, uh, yeah. or, you know, like little like vigilant things like that. Or I remember like I was on my bar trip in Europe last summer and we were at this like really popular club in Barcelona. And I, we were, I, you know, I'm in my mid twenties. So like, I've, I've been around the block a few times. I've been to clubs. Like I know what I'm doing. We were with a girl who was 18 has like apparently I find out later she's a bottle girl at a big club in Atlanta never would have known the way she was dancing and jumping around and like drawing attention to herself it was like she had never been to a club before and there was these like creepy older men just watching her like 100% waiting for her to like not be in the group so they could grab her like I 100% was like I I felt so uncomfortable and yeah. she was getting mad at me that I was asking her to stay over here or like I would grab her and move her and it's like I don't I, I yeah. really would like to not end up at a police station in Spain 
Like, no, yeah, I definitely have. It also might be, I mean, I'm from Westchester, but I grew up like coming to the city all the time. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I have eyes in the back of my head. I'm always like very, very it awesome. Also being from New York and also having ADD and me like hyper-focus on things. And I'm always just like aware of everything at all times. So I think it's a combo of the two. Um, but I'm definitely very aware, um, like at a club outside or on social media too. Um, I was on live once, it was like a month ago or something, over a month maybe. And long story short, someone commented, they go, you live like you live here. And they wrote my address, my address like in Westchester that my mom currently lives in. And they legit wrote like my full address on the TikTok live. And so I immediately ended the live because I was like pooping myself, like what the fuck, freaking out. And like go on their profile and like the person was a complete, I think catfish. Like I couldn't tell anything about anything. Um, so that was the first like real kind of like shocker-esque vibe that I got. Um, it also was like a new house that we like kind of relatively moved into. So it's just like weird. Um, yeah. but like nothing happened and whatever. But no, that's yeah. still scary. Yeah, I try I yeah, because I grew up in a city. I mean, Miami's nothing not like New York City, but like just growing up, like you never you just don't know like who you can trust. You'd be really like vigilant. And my parents have always instilled that in me. So yeah. I notice that I'm a lot more vigilant than a lot of people around me. And yeah. like, and that's a lot of why I'm the mom friend, just yeah. like ingrained in me, which sucks sometimes. But also I'm like, I'm glad that I have that because I, I know that I have been able to get myself out of situations that other people probably yeah. wouldn't have. But yeah, no, that is scary. But I'm just curious, like you're one of the first people I've had on that have really grown that quickly, that fast. And so I was just curious, like what that experience has been just like it the part of it and the comments and like it know. it's it's kind of I'm someone that like I don't believe in fame this is like I don't know celebrities like I live under a rock like you could I don't know influencers I don't know anyone I don't watch shows I don't watch movies like that just doesn't interest me so I genuinely do this for myself and it's like not for like the clout stuff because I just don't I don't see that like Justin Bieber great singer cool guy but like he's literally just another human being he just has a good voice so he's like I'm the same way I mean I know about them because I like pop culture and I'm curious and I'm a curious it's that it comes out of curiosity I'm not invested and I don't care like to me they're all people we're all going through our own shit so exactly and I think people like lose like sight of that that celebrities are still people with like struggles and whatever um but so the whole like fame thing never really like crossed my mind I don't consider myself an influencer I don't consider myself famous I just make these videos that a lot of people have seen um but slowly the first I've started slowly getting recognized and that was weird and like in the past two weeks I've been recognized I, I couldn't even count anymore like and I, I used to like be able to keep track and like off the top of my head like be like okay like I was recognized here 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 and there and like it's been happening a lot um so that's getting weirder not weird like obviously come up to me say hi um but it is definitely like now I'm getting slight like wherever I go I have this feeling in my head that I, people are going to come up to me or they'll there's a look I get the look and it's not like just a staring look it's a where do I know you from or oh my god I know you from TikTok look and I know the look now and so that's just like different or like friends that I'm with I'll like I like play this I'm like guys like let's take a shot every time someone like asks me if I'm the one from TikTok or like this random stuff but it has been kind of weird it has been weird because I also do like to when I go out in like social settings like I'm a very social person 
jokes and I like to be loud and whatever. And so having everyone know me makes that a bit harder. But then I just remind myself that like, I literally expose myself so much on TikTok. So nothing I can do in this social setting would be worse than what they probably have already seen. So like, whatever. But yeah, I guess that's like the weirdest part, just being recognized and not knowing who knows who. That's a dangerous game. How many times have I been recognized? (laughs) Take a shot. Yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't participate in it, but we talk about it. Nah, that's fun. Makes, makes it, if, if you're staying home, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. Um, like afterwards, like count everybody, like how many times do you think it was like, all right, let's take a shot yeah, yeah. when yeah. we get home. But no, I, but speaking of that recognition, like, you know, you know, you're young, like you're in your early to mid twenties, like dating in New York city, like meeting people in New York city, like has, have you found it to be harder? Like where do you like to go out and like meet people and like go out on dates and like have a good time? It's definitely, it's definitely been harder Um, with like recently all my camp videos have been going viral and that's kind of where all the recognition, like the real, like a lot of recognition started coming. And with that came like hinge recognition. So like guys would message me on hinge, like their first message would be like, I recognize you from TikTok and like, it's just, it's like they, they don't, I'm, I'm scared that people now either girls to be my friend or guys to date me that it's not like good intention and they're using me for clout or for whatever and that I don't like to think that because I love people and I love talking to people and giving people the benefit of the doubt but it's like people that I haven't talked to in years like don't randomly text me now because like we both know why you're texting me you know like so yeah definitely has impacted it like I don't tell guys off the bat that I do this they end up finding out the second they get my number because then TikTok like syncs your contacts and I'm pop up on their page like nine times that happened Um, okay I have a funny story about that so one time so last fall I was dating someone like very like short-lived like a month or two we were talking and when we ended things I like the next week after I was like sexually frustrated Cause I had been like, I, I went most of law school, not having sex just because I was like, I'm going on a break. I need, this is like, I was yeah. through like my soul searching phase and I oh, used yeah. time while I was in law school to really like figure out what I wanted and who I was. And like, I just like, I wasn't, I had, like, I was talking to guys here and there, but like, I was like, I'm going to do me. Cause I, yeah. like, well, we all have our wild phase in college. And so like, I had been sexually active for the first time in a really long time. And so like, now I remembered like, and also I'm now off birth control. So like my libido is back that I had never had really because of birth control. And so I was sexually frustrated and I posted a TikTok. There's no information, nothing whatsoever at all. I said something of like, it's some like something about how it sucks when like you're sexually frustrated, but like you are no longer talking, like you do, you ended it with the last guy you were talking to. And like, now you have no one to talk, talk to about it or do something about it with. And I got a text from his best friend. Oh my god is this about <laughs> and I was like yes it is and I was like uh it is because the people you may know <laughs> yeah so that like that started I realized that was happening and like there are so many things in my life that I can make videos on that would do so well because it's absurd stuff but I just can't do it because I'm exposing people and it's also like yeah but that's the worst. That's that would be so. Oh, I wish we could get that. Damn it. Um, I, I feel like your TikTok would be sh- like. 
I would be cracking up on a daily basis. It could be so juicy, but it's just, and also like, I don't really can know. You write I, a, can you write a fictional book? Like about like, all these I've, I've started a book over a million times in the past five. I like my life goes out. I have like an insane life. Like I don't talk about like my life and like my family and it's just like crazy, but I don't talk about it also because like it's family stuff. And so I don't want to like say yeah. something that my family wouldn't want to, I don't know, but like my, it's absurd. And so like, yeah. I just be like a modern day, like Dan Humphrey, like inside, like literally, literally pseudonym, like no one needs to know it's you. Yeah. Um, like the Truman Capote, when he like, att- like he went out after like all his swans and like, they were all like, we, we, this is about, we know exactly who this is about, but you can do that. That'd be really funny. Yeah. Um, no, but I, yeah, I was just curious, like how like hard it is it is to genuinely like date and like meet guys out because it's like, are you really interested in me or are you like yeah? Why are you Why are you here? And I find that like I'm and I, they don't do it to me because of the influencer thing, but it's like they 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 like oh you're a lawyer dollar signs or oh you're an influencer free shit and like such a cool life and like I'm like I'm still a person like there's more to me than that like, yeah yeah I do this because I enjoy it but like there's more to me than like I don't I don't want to talk about just that all day yeah I I I also but like me on TikTok is super different from me as a person and like so when if guys do see my TikTok and then they meet me it's like fine because I know that them meeting me will like calm them down if anything like I'm a normal human when you speak to me and then you'll realize that like my TikTok it's it's like acting like it literally I'm not an actress but like it is you know and so or like exaggeration like yes I'm definitely jappy but like I exaggerated and like like self you know it's just like I'm a I don't know so I try to make that clear like in person with people but it is tricky yeah or like I was on a date once with a guy and I didn't say anything about my TikTok and his friend like happened to be at that same bar and like came up to us and or like came up to the guy at my date and like started talking to him and then looked at me and was gonna like introduce himself and meet me but then he like looks at me and he goes holy shit I think I've seen you on TikTok before and I'm like yeah you have like why are you saying that right here like you know this is a first date like why are you doing that yeah but yeah you just gotta yeah own it. Yeah. yeah what do you say when guys are like oh what do you do what do you say then do you like social media marketing and management? Because I kind of do. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I yeah, it. it's part of what you do. A hundred percent. It's not lying. I don't say I'm like a dentist. That would be lying, you yeah. know? I mean, no, guy, when people pull on their dating apps, self-employed, you don't have a job. You're looking for a job. Like, or you're like a mommy's boy, you know? Yeah, but I would um, not. And yeah, so. I can't put the content. Because it's also just like, there's a lot more to me and I never would have expected this to be where I was like yeah a year out what, of did, what did you think you were going to be doing when you graduated from college so my last semester I wasn't at school my last semester of college because I was I had like long-haul COVID and I was super sick from COVID and so it like really messed me up and like physically mentally everything so I couldn't be at school my last semester and so that threw me off and I didn't apply to jobs because I was like I couldn't get out of bed. I was like a mess. And so I was waiting for that to all blow over until like I was back to myself to apply to jobs. But then while that was occurring, that's when I started working with Carly. And like, that's when videos started going viral. So then I kind of just didn't apply to jobs. And I was seeing where it took me and like where it went. And I've kind of been in that situation since. Um, Along with that, you got the degree, like this is your time while you're young to, you know, yeah, yeah. where it takes you. 
So I, I um, majored in communication with a concentration in PR and minor in fashion management. And I've always wanted to work in fashion. That's where I thought I would be. Um, I used to intern for a fashion marketing agency on their social media team. So like doing fashion and social media. Um, but like it wasn't, it was a bit, bit sedentary and it just, I need, I wanted to do more interactive. I need to be with people um, like hands on stuff. So that's why I'm not sure. And I'm still figuring out what it is um, because I'm like, yeah, I could go work and run someone's socials, but I know there's way more to me and like I could benefit, others could benefit more from my help. And yeah, so not sure. Probably something in fashion to answer your question. And yeah. Simplest. No, but that's cool. I, I think it would be really cool to see you writing copy for some brand or agency, like being really like patchy or funny, but you never know, like life can take you so many different ways. And I wouldn't have the career I have now had I not gone to law school, but you, if you would have told me three years ago that this is what I would be doing, like, I thought I was going to be a real estate and corporate lawyer. So like, yeah. you, ne- you never really know. And that that's the beauty of where we're at right now in our lives. Like we don't have to have it all figured out. It's okay. And I love that. That's why I think it's so fun to watch you on TikTok because it's an escape. It's fun. It's entertainment. And you know, you can just turn your brain off and have a good time. And like, that's why I go on TikTok. And I think I want to, I wish social media would go back to that. Like that escapism, that fun, like doesn't need to be real, like hyper-realistic. Like it's just, we all live in our own little like shitty world. Let's just go have a good time. But for anyone who like, I mean, I know this, it kind of just happened for you, but like for anyone who, you know, likes like the, the, comedy satire like fun exaggerated side of tiktok like what is your process in creating those videos like do you you said like you script them out or like for someone who wants to get into that the only ones that i script are my camp videos just because i get so many comments and requests of videos to do that i need to like keep track of them and then i'll just like write small bullets to myself of like things to do but honestly i this is just like the hinge roasts for example like that's how i speak like that I don't look at the profiles until I'm recording like, and I do that on purpose so that it's my first reaction I'll like screenshot it but I won't like look at what I'm screenshotting if that makes sense so that I can like, yeah. put it in um so I that's my genuine reaction I don't I just it like there's not much I know this doesn't help but there really isn't much thought into it other than just trying to stay as real as possible without getting canceled <laughs> like that's it and but yeah I don't know. It's like, I, I don't, I just, I really, to say real relatable. And like, I try and put stuff out there that I wish was out there when I was younger or that I wish was out there now. Like I'm not gonna lie. I'll sometimes like stalk myself and like just watch myself and I'll like dissociate and like pretend I'm not me. So it's not like weird and listening to my voice just like for entertainment, because I, there's not many other creators that are as like random as me. I don't know, but no, I don't think that's that weird. I mean, I think we all stalk ourselves just to kind of see like what our profile looks like from like someone else's eyes. Yeah. Um, especially like when you're like first like meeting people or like, you know, get a lot of followers, like, oh, like, why are they looking at me? What's doing well? But just, you know, I think that's an important thing. Like create the content that you wish was out there that you want to see. And that is how you will make your mark in the in the space. You know, yeah. don't, can't copy what someone else is doing because they're already doing it so like that there's already a you know a need for that like find your own white space um and it's also about like you have to take a different I guess this is just like advice for people who like are in the field or want to be but 
uh, there are so many videos that are the same exact thing and us viewers people who are scrolling are sick of that and we have a very short attention span now because of tiktok and so it's really just whatever you want to do to do it in like a way that hasn't been done if possible if that makes sense i don't know yeah. like alex earl's get ready with me like those are great and like they might be similar to others but she kind of like really changed it because she made it quick like each comment she was saying she was using a new product like there were always two things happening at a time whereas other people was like slow and talking you know what i mean and so there's kind of like ways to do everything and to make it engaging that makes yeah. sense like i i spend so long editing now and videos that are like that could be 40 seconds long I could spend like a day editing just because like I'm so like particular about what and I also have no I have the worst attention span ever so I make sure like my videos are videos that I would watch if they weren't me aka appeal to people that like have zero brain cells so yeah yeah no I that's so true about Alex or like how long it takes you to edit I I I don't I do have a short attention span now because of TikTok and also because in law school I was like I don't want to read 30 pages of this case like what do I need to skim to know what I need to know but I'm I don't have the patience for sitting and editing it so like whenever I do like a get ready with me style video I you don't ever see the finished look because I'm just talking the whole time and I'm not gonna sit and like edit it no don't have time it's it I, I hate it I hate editing like I I think if I enjoyed it, I would have videos posted often, but I just, it takes- I mean, so you have a lot of videos. Like- I definitely do. No, I definitely, and I mean, I have over like a thousand drafts on my TikTok, um, and they're not even like drafts that I'm waiting to post. They're drafts that are like horrible videos that I can delete, but they're just sitting there like collecting dust. I mean, it's going to take you more time to go through and delete them, so just leave them there. Exactly. Yeah. So, and yeah. and if you give it to someone to edit, it's not going to be as authentic to you because it's your style, so it's hard yeah. I I get that. Like I have people email me like, hi, like I'm an editor, can I edit whatever your stuff for you? As much as I want to say yes, like it just would be a completely different video if I didn't edit it because I like notice things that need to be yeah. emphasized more or whatever. Yeah. As you grow though, do you think you would hire like an assistant or people to help you out or are you good just doing it on your own? Like what is that? What does it look for you look like for you now as you grow and you realizing like I don't really know what I want to do yet but I'm enjoying where I'm at with this and I'm gonna let like figure this out like are you making I don't just like what, what's going on yeah I'm really just taking it day by day like each day I get new emails from different brands um and that's super exciting and each week comes like cooler brands or more exciting brands and uh, I'm growing more and so I'm really just like taking it day by day and I'm not planning anything um because I don't know if this is what I want to do, like 100% full-time. I definitely love doing it and I would do it full-time, but I'm not sure of like, this is what I want to do in 15 years from now also, if that makes sense. Um, but for right now, like I love it. I don't think that I need to get an assistant or manager just because I'm not at that level yet. Um, and it's very manageable for me right now on my own. Um, but I mean, of course, like, yeah, if I start getting big, I like would love to have that because then you can grow more but no I'm just curious like I I think it's fascinating to me like when I whenever I get to talk to people who have grown so fast or who have really been able to do something with this that is so unique like how they approach it and I think it's nice that you don't put that pressure on yourself like you really just do it because you love it and you enjoy it and you're like you're just going with the flow and I think more people should take that and like I mean that comes with a level of you know privilege and like whatever you want to say but like it's nice that you don't have to work like you're just doing it for fun you don't have to like you know you can just enjoy it because it it takes the fun out of it when yeah there definitely is like a sense of pressure like 
I have brand deals and like I'm getting paid, but I'm not, not to the extent that I want. And so that is like kind of pushing me and like putting some fuel in, in my butt, but like, and making me want to take off more, um, like take off, like do more, but no, but I like that. We touched on a little bit of advice for anyone who now you live in New York city, you kind of grew up in the area, like for anyone who wants to move to New York city or dating in New York city, like, you know, being like in your early to mid twenties, New York city, like post-grad life, like what is like, where, like, you know, someone who's in the same kind of boat as you, like, what's your biggest piece of advice for them is to not get sucked up in the college continuing after college, because a lot of people, at least like from like big 10 schools, like a lot of Jews from New York live in Murray Hill. Murray Hill is like college area, like post-grad everyone is here and it becomes and it starts to feel like college everyone starts to go to the same places like you know who's having pre-games or are we going there or here everyone goes to the same places on Thursdays or whatever and it really feels like college and I've like really tried to stay out of that scene but it's easy to get sucked into it um and so just really reminding yourself that like you're not in school anymore you're now living on your own for yourself to make a career for yourself and be successful on your own doesn't matter what other people are doing and it doesn't matter what they think about what you're doing because if you're succeeding you're succeeding and if they think it's weird then go good for them like then they can think it's weird and so really just like not caring about anyone else like the less you care about others I mean be kind and care but like the less you give a fuck about what other people think about you the more successful you'll be and the better you will be and the more you'll enjoy your life and happier you'll be everything because honestly it takes a lot of energy like trying to please others and it's just not even necessary energy that's being used so yeah I couldn't agree more something I've really struggled in the last few years is like you know the postgrad adjustment usually happens for people 22 to 24 you know that's when they're graduating from college and they're moving out into the real world and they're starting their first big girl job and you know I didn't have that I went to school for another three years so now at 25 is when I'm having my post-grad adjustment like I'm I'm still I'm you know I'm yeah I have to like remind myself like I'm not in college or law school anymore like I can't you know go out every night like not that I ever was that person anyway but like I see people doing that I'm like I want to go out I want to be fun but it's like nope I have a 9 a.m call tomorrow I have to go I have to be responsible and yeah so it's really easy to get sucked in or like reminisce and wish you could go back and like I struggle with that like even like you know after the bar exam like for a month we had our result like we had to wait for our results so like we went wild in Europe for a month and then I came back and we still had another two weeks so literally we were wild and out going out every single night like for a, yeah. a, month, a month straight and it's like damn like I miss that and it's like literally none of us can do that again like we joke we're like I miss it too but like we like we can't we have work yeah. and life and I'm like I know but I just I miss being fun and social and young and carefree and it's like we can still be those things just like on a milder scale so yeah, it, yeah it, it's hard to remind yourself like not to get sucked into it I think that's a good one like you know this is our time to make our mark in the world like it doesn't have to be right now it's a continuous thing but like you know, this is the beginning of the rest of our lives. Like, enjoy it. Like, I used to hate when my mom yeah. would always be like, "Your life is just beginning." And I'm like, "What happens to the last whatever many years that I've been on this planet?" But yeah, I feel like I'm just getting started now. Like at 25, yeah. really coming into my own, really getting started. And I think that that's what happens when you graduate. It's like, okay, like the world is your oyster. Like, what are you gonna do with it? And I, that's why I, I like I'm a few years older than you and like seeing where you're at like I'm really excited to see like where this takes you like people in your shoes my brother is about to graduate college same thing you know 
he's trying to figure out what he's going to do. And I'm like, I'm excited for you guys because there's just so many options. And yeah, I mean, it definitely is exciting. Like Alex Earl and Jake Shane, like Octopus Lover, they, the two of them, if anything, are like the reason I'm taking it, I guess, kind of seriously because it's just like, who knows what could happen? I mean, this guy, like, I remember I had more followers than Jake Shane and then I checked back like three days later, he had like a million and I, it was like, I had 50 and he had 30K and then literally like in a day he had a million. Um, and so it was like, whoa, a lot can happen with this. And it, yeah, I don't know, but you never know. You never know. So that's why I'm not giving up on it. And I definitely love it. And I think there definitely something will come out of this for me. 100%. I just don't know what, and I don't know when, um, and you don't have to know. I think that's the beauty of it is that you don't have to know. And it's yeah. like, you say, like octopus lover. Like I, I just found out who he was like two days ago. Really? Sophia Richie wedding. My friend Jordan keeps sending me like his content. She's like, well, he just posted his outfit for the wedding. I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. Like, I literally don't, I can't tell you. And she, she's Jewish from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like, I think you guys are all like on this different wavelength of like content and TikTok than I am. And I'm just like, I learned so much from both of you guys, like very similar, a lot of like a lot of your videos I send to her and she's like, yep, that is accurate. Or like, she'll be and like, I saw it. Her. yeah, really? Like, camp. And I was like, or just like in general, like things you talk about, like being jappy or things. Like, and I'm just, she's like, yep, that is accurate. And I'm like, that is yeah. mind blowing to me. Cause like, that's not my reality, but it's, no, just- yeah, it's, it's a whole other, I also took um, AP anthropology in high school and I, loved it like I, I thought would, it was the- my brother took the anthropology of sex this year uh, and I was like wait I would have loved to take that class it's like that sounds fascinating I'm so dying cool. to take that class no so, I would have take anthropology I loved it like we spoke so much about cultures and it, it's just like fascinating you can be a completely different person depending on where you're born and like that just like blows my mind I don't know um so like the Jappy videos, I'm like, that's anthropology. Like if that was on the cover of the New York Times, like call it anthropology. Like people were like, oh, you're representing the Jews horribly, like calling us Jappy. And it's like, first of all, I'm Jewish myself. Like I would say, I'm, you know what I mean? And so I don't know where I'm going with this, but people will shit on you. You'll have haters, like regardless of what you post, especially today, like I could put my hair in a ponytail and someone would cancel me for that. So you just really have to like, Haters are your your greatest motivators. Yeah, like, they're just jealous. Bad press is still press. Like bad I'm like people are commenting mean stuff, and I'm like, little do you guys know that that one comment is actually like helping me a lot. So like giving me engagement. Yeah, like exactly. I'm like, you shit on me all you want. Like you're really helping. So oh, but, I laugh at the mean comments, and I'm just I send them to my friends, and I'm like, lol. Like okay, cool. I'm not, yeah, like what? Uh, no, it's just so funny. Like I I'm excited to see where it takes you. I think you guys both of you like this generation like coming out of college now and the, the last year this year like the world has changed so much in the past couple of years it's really exciting and even for me like growing up like you know I, I saw my life going one way and like knowing that like even with a professional degree I can still change my mind and do something cool with it and like we'll always have that degree to fall back on but totally. right now like why not see where it takes us but yeah I think it's really cool and I'm excited for you and to see the next sleepaway camp video or the next roast or whatever you start doing next. I, I love watching it. But yeah, where can everyone find you so they can know what we're talking about? And um, Brianna Apple on TikTok, B-R-I-A-N-N-A and Apple like the fruit and Brianna Apple underscore on Instagram. But I'm boring on Instagram. Actually, I started posting a lot of polls on Instagram. So You're I'm doing not- polls. The polls are fun. They're, I love they're, polls. They're like... I'm like, where, how do you, okay, 
Seriously, that's my brain. That is my brain. With this shit? Like they're not prompted. Like literally, it's the second I think of something. Like the one I posted yesterday. Like, is it attractive when guys run with their, their with their shirt on or off? I like came up with that because I was walking with my friend and some guy ran by us with his shirt off, and like it just gave me the biggest ick. And I'm like, it's usually hot. I feel like if a guy isn't wearing his shirt, but like that one, like literally made me want to throw up. And I was like, am I the only one that thinks this? So then I was like let me see. No, you're so not the only one. Clearly, like so many people voted no. I'm, I didn't check the results, but like, I'm pretty sure like more people voted no. So, but those are the most random thing. There's absolutely no yeah. sense of direction. Like it's just in my head. It just comes to me. Yeah. Like when I'm high, that's when I get all these random ideas. And then I like, I'm like, I can't post this because like, it's just my high thought and like, it's not accurate. No, but yeah. I think what I love about it is that we're all saying it, we're all thinking it and you just have yeah. to share it. And yeah. like, it's just it like I think I a lot of the things that you say or think of like I I do too but like I just yeah. that's not my online persona so like yeah yeah people don't I definitely don't say stuff that majority of the world is comfortable talking about yeah so. and it, but like I talk about it with all my friends so like it's yeah like, like literally I'm like I re, I'll send it to my, to my friends I'm like I was talking what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago and she's like oh yeah you're right like it's yeah, whatever yeah. you said and I'm like yep I remember that conversation I, I'm I'm excited to see where it continues to go for you but thank you so much for coming on the podcast this was so fun thanks for having me I had so much fun 